Washington Fourth Quarter with us. This is the Stretch Four with the Bulls Outcast, Matt, Big Dave, and John. Bulls beat John to end their losing streak, 106-96, and some big buckets from their new all-star big man, Vooch, down the stretch. Dave, we have people in the comments saying, give the ball to your all-star. Zach's out. Give the ball to your other all-star. That's what the Bulls do with some key buckets late, and the Bulls get the win. Yeah, and it's nice to just hear you say that, and the Bulls get the win. I don't care who it was against. It could have been the Jamaco Saints. Remember those? I wouldn't care. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's just nice to do. It's just nice to do. 25-7-5 for your your All-Star with uh, two steals with it, and just big down the stretch. You know, great night shooting, 10-17. Uh, three or five from the three-point line. Yeah, that's those are the numbers that you brought him here to do. And that's what you wanted to see. And five big points when we needed them down the stretch. On that last crazy sequence when the ball looks like it was being tipped out of bounds, Boot saves it to Kobe, who's sitting down, who saves it uh, over to Lowry. They get up, get down the court. Kobe finds Vooch for three. They run another play, come back down. They get it back to Vooch, who goes inside and scores again. That's what you're supposed to do when you got your star. You feed them and you continue to feed them until you can't feed them no more. So, yeah, I appreciated that, that they recognize that he's good. <laughs> he should have the basketball. And, yeah, just happy we we got to win. I don't care who it was against. They they got to win, and I'm happy to see it. John, does uh, does beating Cleveland do anything for you in yes. the grand scheme of things? If we Think about if we lost to them. I was kind of banking on it, honestly. I thought we were going to – like. It's bad. Like we lost the mad. We've been losing. Like it's nice to win one, right? Like that's how I feel. Like <laughs> at this point, like we just got to make sure that we're not that the car runs. <laughs> <laughs> I th- it doesn't do much for me in the sense, but like it keeps us in the mix of the playing game. Yeah, and we needed this because yeah. apparently the Wizards are blowing out uh, whoever they're playing tonight. And you know Toronto's yeah. been picking up wins, so it's like we thought we were going to just default our way into that tenth spot at worst, and no. now it's like very much not the case. One hundred and ten percent, and so it it does do something for me, like, and the fact that then towards the end, like we won so handedly, it wasn't like a squeaker, you know what I mean? They can't. It wasn't. It it wasn't like the last shot. I think that's a huge thing for me because who. Who knows with this team? <laughs> uh, the cowardly Lowry in the comments saying, Lowry, who did the TV uh, postgame hit just now, courtside, he said he got an opportunity today. The cowardly Lowry saying he's had the opportunity since his rookie year. Lowry did have an okay night off the bench tonight. Six of 12 in 26 minutes for 16 points. Also grabbed six boards. But I think it is very telling uh, that with – all of the shuffling Donovan has done, and even with maybe Thad Old getting a bit more rest recently, that he went with Tice in the starting lineup when he's had to shuffle mm-hmm. things around and not Lowry. Uh, Dave, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Because that also was the case last night, too, with, yeah, with Tice getting the nod over Lowry with Thad going to the bench. I mean, like, everything's fluid. You can start whoever you want. I'm, nobody should be beholden to that. I want it. I'm glad. I, well, I shouldn't say because I, I don't know it, but I hope Lowry took it as a slight. I hope it lights a fire under him because it has it. It wasn't lit when he first went to the bench. Mm-hmm. How many games did we see him just not score? Um, he made me leave and leave an island. I bought some real real estate on. Like it's still there. <laughs> like <laughs> I had to leave an island. Like 
and I was upset I'm about it. You know what I'm a mansion that I built on yeah, Lowry Island with these two, with these bare hands. <laughs> My bare yeah. hands. You know what I'm like <laughs> I had to get out of there, man. I had to get out of there. But yeah, so it's good to see him do that. Scoring 16 and six, it was good to see him play confident. Uh, Lowry is good when he's taller than other guys. Oh uh, my kinda god! Like how, Kind of like how Wendell was when he was here, like when he was the biggest dude on the floor. Like, yeah, he he looked great. Lowry just had to go against Larry Nance uh, Jr. And outside of that, nobody could really check him. And he got fired. He got he got hot. Uh, he got to the bucket and he made moves inside when he got there, which is something we hadn't seen him do. Uh, he came with a sweeping hook or he'd stop on the dime and hit you with the turnaround. Mm-hmm. That's stuff I hadn't seen him do like literally all season, even when he was playing well. He wasn't doing that stuff. So, yeah, it was good to see tonight. I can't put any stock in it at all um, because of what I've seen him do over these past, you know, month or two. So I'm going to need him to string together some real consistency before, you know, I'm ready to go get a COVID shot and risk my health going back to the island. So I'm going <laughs> to have to wait to do that. But it was, it's good to see. It's a nice start. And hopefully it can continue for him. Um, and then Kobe getting put back into the starting lineup. Just before you hopped on, John, um, I was kind of razzing Stacy a little bit for being very complimentary of Kobe's game. He did have nine assists tonight. Uh, That's good. Quiet eight points. Last night, uh, you know, he he looks like something closer to the old version of rookie Kobe that we saw, who's just a guy who goes out there and gets buckets. Um, Between that and the nine assists tonight, like – are, are are you on board with this decision? Seems like you're fine with with Donovan starting Tice. Uh, as far as uh, theoretically, Sato was available tonight, and Donovan, yeah. after starting Kobe basically because he had to because Sato was a late scratch yesterday, decided to roll with Kobe again. Maybe saying, "Hey, you know the kid played well last night. I think he earned his way back in and and roll with it." What what are you thinking about that decision from Donovan, John? So he finished with eight points, nine assists. Mm-hmm. Yes. If that's not a Sato stat line, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's what Dave <laughs> said. That's what like, exactly what I told him. So, so, like, so I like it, I guess, because he didn't. He did exactly what the guy does. <laughs> <laughs> so I Kobe last night. That for some reason that felt bigger to me than it probably should have mm-hmm. felt. Mm-hmm. I think as I root for him, but I felt he needed that. He needed like that. Yeah. Oh, I can still do this. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't have the yips. Um, mm-hmm. I like him starting again. Sato, it's it's the the fact that we're debating, but it's like it's the same as between debating between Gafford and Wendell. Like we're debating between two C students at this point, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's like okay, who cares? None of them are starting point guards. None of mm-hmm. them. And I feel like so. Why does it matter? Let's if he had a good game, reward him. Let's see if he can do it again. If he had twenty seven points tonight, it would have been a much easier game. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I feel. Also, both your cameras are off, so I can't see you guys, and it's very mysterious. What? Both our cameras are off? Yeah. I'm gonna, Dave, you were off all last. I think it's something wrong with my end, because you were off the entire time last night. So if I was missing, like, like visual wow. cues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how I do, John. Yeah, yeah. This, I'm going to refresh it real quick, but it's very <laughs> mysterious. You guys look like you're, like, uh, you know, in the Windows Protection Program. Hold on. Weird. <laughs> that is yeah. super weird. All, all the cameras are, are cool on my end. How about people yeah. in the comments? Can you guys see Can us? Y'all see uh, it? Can you um, see this coolness? Let us know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think John's right about the, like the the whole Sato and Kobe thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's very much so like, okay, Gafford and Wendell, it's the same crap. Is that working, yeah. John? I can John, see you guys. You, and you guys look fantastic. 
Yeah. <laughs> I told them, dude, I'm rocking my Joe Keem tonight because we played Cleveland. Yeah. So, like, I mean, do you feel any differently about Kobe than you do about Lowry, though? As far as, like, it seems like all of us and a lot of Bulls fans have made peace with the fact that, cool, he had a nice game off the bench tonight, but Lowry is gone. Yeah. Like, this summer, he's going to sign an offer sheet. He'll be gone. Kobe still has several years of his rookie, you know, contract left. Do you think that they need to try to figure out where to put him because he's that important? Or do you think he's not that important to like to matter as like a big piece God. that they need to figure out how to play him? Because right now, like, yeah, okay, he had nine assists tonight. He had a good bounce back game scoring wise last night. I still like that that three on one that Bulls Talk Twitter account posted the video of tonight. Where Kobe's got a three-on-one break and just does all of the wrong things, and the Bulls brick a three, like it's kind of amazing. That shit still drives me crazy about Kobe, and I I haven't seen any progression with that kind of stuff. The answer is got a point. I don't know. Like that's such a good. Is he important or is he not? Like, and I right. honestly don't know. I don't know. I honestly, I felt to be important, but like one every ten games. Like, mm, it's not, that's true. he's so inconsistent. He doesn't feel like Lowry. And I don't know if that's because of Lowry's contract situation. So we've kind of made our peace. But like, Lowry does feel like he's checked out, right? When you watch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, Kobe, doesn't feel that way. Kobe doesn't feel checked out. It just feels like he's doesn't have it, which is different, I guess. I don't know. Like, truly. I, I still think he's important. Um, I think this year was different. Uh, because they tried, to, they wanted him to be a point guard. They wanted to see if he could be that point guard, see if he could be that facilitator, find out if he could run a basketball team. That was the goal for Kobe White this year, and we figured out he can't do that. As as Matt likes to say, like he he can um, he can score, <laughs> he can dribble, and that's it. <laughs> that that's what he does, and that's what we come to recognize, and that's what we come to see who. I think it's a guy who can who should be a spot starter when you have a better point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd be a spot starter or tweener. Uh, if Zach is hurt, you can probably play the two. You know, and stuff like that. So I think he's still important to this team because when you got a guy who I think has potential to score you 30 points, that's an important ball player and a piece for your squad, especially going into next year because it's, it's just year three for him. Um, but it'll it'll it's a very short leash, I think, going into next year for mm-hmm. him. But but I do think that it is he does have importance uh, for this team because of his scoring ability, and they now know what they can and cannot put on him. Right. So I think that's that's what was good about this, as Matt continues to say, this evaluation year, because that's what you did. You figured out what he can and he can't do. Right. Uh, Lakina said she doesn't think that AK and Eversley even know the answer to that question yet, and that that mm. could be true. Um, Eli said the Bulls ended twenty two and forty last year. This is a step up. Hey. It is their 23rd win of the season tonight, so kudos. They actually finished 22-43 and 43 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that because I beat Fred in that ridiculous bet that he made. Uh, <laughs> wait, what was the bet? Um, what, wait, said in terms of a bet now? It was uh, 500 or worse or 500 or better, and him yeah. getting the five the 500 part. How so if they finished happen? below 500, I won, and above five, at or above 500, he won. And How did they you not start gambling that then? Bet for me. <laughs> In like with like eighteen games left to play in the season, they secured a losing record. Unbelievable! Before COVID canceled it, 
It was um, impressive. It was very impressive. So, like, <laughs> yes, we, we have 23 wins as of tonight, and we have like 16 or 17 games left on the schedule. Woo! Technically, it is a step forward as if you're just counting, you know, wins and losses compared to last season. You could also make the argument that there's more talent on this team now and that they should be better than what they were last year. Um, I, you know, again, I, I've said it a million times. This season was never about wins and losses to me. Uh, mm. Evaluation. Mm. You've you've already gotten some answers in that Wendell, not a part of your future. Lowry looks like, sadly, not a part of your future. Zach Levine turned himself into an all-star, and you went out and got another all-star to pair with him, and it looks like you hit on your number four pick, your first pick running the organization. So there are some answers that we have come to in the span of the better part of a season. And we'll see what else, what other questions get answered or don't in the final, you know, 15 to 20 games. And we'll go from there. But speaking, wait, go ahead. man. I, I want to say real quick, that's important what you just said, because two of the, two out of those three things have to do with our new front office. So that two of that, one of them has to do with Vooch and the other one has to do with Patrick Williams. So the things that they're hitting on are the things that they're focusing on. Mm-hmm. So if that's what's working, that bodes well, you know, for this team going forward. Right. The things that they inherited are the things that we're getting answers to, like Gafford, Hutch, bye, mm-hmm. bye, Wendell, bye. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the, the auto trade, auto, bye. Like they're, <laughs> you know, they're they're working their way through. And Lowry, you're next, man. Like you know, as <laughs> as, as Dave would say, getting the get in the van. Uh, the oh, come on warming, in. Uh, warming up. <laughs> it's warming up. Um, but speaking of AK and Eversley hitting on their first pick running this organization, let's talk about the game that Pete Up had tonight. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know that um, last night was maybe a little, like, small step towards Pete Up needing to show more because Zach was out. So he, like many of his teammates, all have to collectively step up to – make up for Zach's absence. But tonight in particular, I just thought that we saw some of those more aggressive things that we've seen from P-Dub in his game where he gets out in transition and has like a really lethal Euro step finish at the rim. Um, he was he was knocking down a variety of shots. He only took one three tonight, but he made it. Um, he, he was active on the glass. He also had three assists and a steal and a block. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's 12 points and then, you know, some small numbers across the rest of the box score. Um, but I liked tonight's version of Patrick Williams, and I hope that we continue to see more of it in Zach's absence, John. I do feel like – so watching him tonight was the first time that I was like, he could – he should get 20 points a game. <laughs> and I was like yeah. – and I was mad at him. And yeah. I, yeah. I watched yeah. him score a couple times, and I was just like, why isn't he, like, leading – like, he should be up there with rookies in scoring. Or, like, he should be leading something with rookies, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, he has the ability to get anywhere on the court. And, like, like, only Zach can do that, you know, on our team. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I think I love love his game. He can do no wrong. He's Baby Yoda. We protect him (laughs) at all costs. But today was the first time that I was like, he should be scoring 20 points a game. And I'm, why isn't he? I don't understand. Yeah. Do you think so, too, Dave? Yeah, John, if you remember, like yesterday when we when we had that, you know, kind of lengthy discussion about Patrick mm-hmm. Williams, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, yeah, how it would make me upset when you can't show me the potential mm. that, of, of your skill and what you can do and then you not do it. 
you know, that's what that's what was making me upset watching Patrick Williams. Like, because I've seen what you can do. You already showed me how good you can be, and then you just stop doing it. And and that's what was driving me crazy. So yeah, I'm glad you got to that point where you're upset um, watching him because you see it. Like you're like, wait a minute, you can do that. Like you got that kind of skill. Yeah. To do wait, like really, you're you're that kind of good. Like you got mm-hmm. that kind of. Why aren't you doing this all the time? Yes, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's that. That's how I want people to feel right now about watching Patrick Williams, man. You could do this all the time and anytime you want to. And he was choosing not to. And mm. I hate the term. I hate the term team guy when they when people say that because that's not a team guy. A team yeah. guy is somebody that does something that the team totally needs. And what they totally needed was for him to be the number three scorer. Mm-hmm. They didn't need him to, to do whatever else he thought he was going to do and just, you know, shy away from stuff. No, we needed you to be a number three scorer. R.G. Diakono is the team guy because if their Bulls need scoring, even though he can't, Archie will go out there and shoot six threes, you know, or Archie will go guard Giannis, you know, or he'll do whatever they need him to do. That's a team guy because it doesn't matter if he misses or makes or what mistakes he makes, he's going to try to do it to help the team. That's a team dude. Patrick Williams, I don't know if he just got in his own head or what it was, but you see the potential. You see how good this dude can be. And I just want him to, to continue to do it and just continue to be aggressive, man, because he is skilled, bro. Like, you see it. He's good. Well, you know, uh, Dave, sometimes Giannis struggles when those, young, those, those small guys get up underneath him a little bit. Oh, my bit. God. <laughs> oh, my God. That arch uh, game. Oh, oh, my God. Best, best part idiot. of that recent Thad Young interview with the guys uh, at Bulls Talk Pod was him confirming that Jim Boylan is, in fact, a crier. God, I love that. <laughs> it was the greatest. So much. Um, yes. Get it together, Jim. Get it together. <laughs> um, some interesting thoughts here from the commenters on P Dub. Um, C Dub said, "Did P Dub shoot in the second half? I think maybe only once or twice. He certainly seemed more aggressive in the first half." Captain Stucky did. making an interesting point, saying, "P Dub okay. will be okay. He's just trying to figure it out. Doesn't know his role since the trade. He also saw half his team traded away. I think that mentally yes. impacted him. Mm. It certainly could for a Agreed. rookie." You know, mm-hmm. you, you make that bond with your teammates uh, your, your first year in the league. And, I, you know, I know even just from seeing some of their posts on social media and Instagram, um, you know, seeing Wendell trade away, I think, was tough on P-Dub. I think that Wendell uh, and he were, were already good buddies. Uh, and C-Dub, this, I love this comment from C-Dub who said, P-Dub needs to play like he's trying to win a basketball game. He plays like it's a basketball drill which mm. I think is such mm. a fascinating way to put it, and I totally agree. And I think that that is another shade of the Kawhi comps that we've heard um, in not just the big hands and, the, you know, the paw and the claw, um, the defensive versatility, the, you know, the high arcing shot. Like, Kawhi always looks like a dude who's just going through a basketball drill. You know, people call him, you know, like a basketball robot or whatever. And there is something similar to that in the way that P-Dub appears to play that's like, he's not out there trying to kill people. by Kill people with, you know, beating them at basketball. He's just like, I am a basketball computer, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. (laughs) You you need to, like, you need to unleash the beast a little bit. Like, I want to see P-Dub get angry. People make jokes and memes about, like, oh, P-Dub makes this amazing dunk, or he makes this big play, and it's just deadpan like what walking back yeah. to the bench on like a big timeout with the bulls cap a 12-0 run or something and pete up is just deadpan it's like maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe get a little fire in there pete up yeah i think he should get a guy near him that does that 
like that is that kind of fiery guy for him. Right. Because I think those are good connect like, like, like Draymond Draymond is a good example. Kevin Durant. Yes. Like, like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> He's the fire guy. Like, 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 like Joe Kim Noah and Derrick Rose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When Derrick Rose is walking off the bench after he's done something, Joe Kim Noah, the first one in his face yelling mm-hmm. at him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you need that kind of contrast, you know, that kind of yin and yang kind of right. thing. So he just needs that guy. I think he just needs that kind of guy around him. And he'll no, he's got Denzel. Denzel was yelling a lot on the bench tonight. <laughs> oh, oh he God. was all hollering. We knew when it was gonna happen, John. We're figuring out, we're figuring it out now, Dude, how to use him and wasn't him. it the greatest Denzel will always give you a Denzel game? He'll always like do <laughs> Three things you're like, that's kind of good. And then he'll just turn it over. And you're like, what? Who are you passing to? (laughs) All the time, man. And I I was like, yep, give him one more possession. And he's done. And then he shot that air ball. And I was like, thank you. You're one more possession. My weakness was when he just just passed it. He just threw it to a Cavalier. Like in the play. (laughs) And it was like a no look for no reason. Like... (laughs) Right, yeah. he was on the top of the key, and it's like, what? There's no, no. You don't need to know look in that situation. Not no reason, John. He wanted to get on Sports Center's top ten for the night. Um, oh, I love him. Cuts. I love him. Paper cuts. I, but like, it's crazy. And you know, hopefully, Kobe can build on these. We'll see if he remains starting, um, assuming that Sato continues to be available. Um, but the fact that Kobe's got Kobe's game had gotten so bad to a point where, like, I saw mm. people. Wednesday night talking about how Kobe had gotten to be virtually like unplayable between his lack of contribution and his disorganization and poor decision-making on offense and the fact that he's never been a plus player on the defensive end. It got so bad. People were talking about like, should Denzel be this team's backup point guard instead of Kobe White? And I, I I was like, you know what? That's (laughs) maybe not crazy. (laughs) That's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. That is saying something. So, when Matt Peck is telling you this. Please. That is to say, please, Kobe, continue to play better so I don't <laughs> have to contemplate Denzel being this team's primary backup point guard. God. <laughs> He's out of here when the season's over, right? Is, is that Denzel? Denzel Valentine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. All right. Somebody on Twitter the other day was asking me, like, oh, well, you know, why, why would you rather have Garrett Temple in there playing over Denzel? Like, Temple's a one and done, you know, vet free agent, and we got to evaluate Denzel. And I was like, evaluate Denzel. <laughs> he is, he is the exact same player we have always known him to be since his rookie season in the NBA. He'll hit you That's a true. couple of threes. He'll do something weird and flashy, and it may work or it may crash and burn. And then he'll do four other things that definitely crash and burn. That, what what is left to evaluate with this with this individual? What are we looking look, I, for? Look, man, his his album is exactly like his game. Okay, <gasps> there, there's a couple of it starts off with some a couple of good songs. You're like, okay, that's not bad, and then as it goes deeper into the game and deeper into the album, it's just completely those guys, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to hear this anymore. Like that's exactly what his game is. It, it'll start off strong. You're like, yeah, all right, you're doing your thing. And then as, you know, gets closer to the fourth quarter and gains more minutes, he'll throw the ball into the stands. I was stacking paper cuts. Sloppy like Joe. I was done. Oh, Oh, goodness. Uh, Well, at least we get a win. um, So we can enjoy the rest of our weekends. The Bulls are back at it on Monday when, they got to play the Boston Celtics. So, uh, you know, the Celtics have 
Jabari! Oh, God. Oh, oh, thank you. oh my God. I totally forgot about that already. Please right now, get some Jabari minutes on Monday. Oh, yes. He just hit, he just hit a turnaround. Did he? Jabari Parker yeah. just, hit a, just hit a fadeaway turnaround against the Warriors. They're right now. I mean, why are we surprised about this? This is what right he now. do. Um, As you said, what it, he, do. he just hit one. That's so weird. Oh, we're in tune, baby. We're in tune. That Speaking was crazy. Which, let's all get out of here so we can all watch the rest of the Celtics Warriors game. Come on, Celtics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we will see y'all back here on Monday for Bulls Celtics. A reminder, as always, uh, find that file on Bulls podcast feed if you miss these live episodes. Wow. Um, and as always, subscribe to that file on Bulls YouTube channel as well. Wow. For Big, Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you Monday. We got to win. I can't see you guys, but I can feel you guys. I'll see you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.